Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Chronicles. I am your host, Johnny Catani, and welcome to another solo episode. We're actually going to have three uh, this week if you include. Uh, the Friday follow-up. So looking forward to that, obviously introducing uh, more and more solo episodes as we kind of transition. Uh, I apologize for my voice. Unfortunately, uh, I have finally caught whatever bug tends to go around this time of year. The weather is very variable here in Salt Lake. One day it's, you know, 40 and the next day it's 70. And I feel like it's so wild going through winter and, and I, tend to be able to avoid a cold. And then you get this like hot, cold variation in my, my body kind of just doesn't quite know what to do. And uh, I feel like my immune system always suffers happens every year. So I apologize. Um, but uh, shouldn't hopefully last too long. Doesn't feel like too crazy knock on wood there. So hoping for that, but um, I'm excited for this episode because on this episode, I want to, I want to talk about kind of staying nimble and pivoting and kind of diversification and how that all applies to investing. So I want to kind of start with sort of being nimble and open. Um, we've talked on the Friday follow-up episodes. You can go through the last three Friday follow-up episodes. And I talked about, you know, kind of determining your uh your your risk tolerance and with that comes sort of your investment thesis right once you kind of determine how much risk you're willing to take on then then based on that you can determine your investment thesis in terms of okay you know what is it that i want to accomplish with my investing and what are the deals that can get me there right so the reason i bring that up is obviously i talk you know 99% about real estate and specifically commercial real estate. Although we do have guests who invest in other forms, you know, I've always obviously have the short-term rental fund that is a commercial product, but you know, there it's not your typical commercial real estate investment, right? It's not an office building. It's not a, um, an apartment complex, right? So, so, the reason that I bring this up is because I've obviously talked about what's happening in real estate, commercial real estate, specifically multifamily, where you're seeing a lot of deals struggle, seeing a lot of deals struggle due to debt. And, you know, that's, you know, more pronounced depending on the asset class. Office is getting absolutely crushed. I believe the nation average is 50% occupancy. So a lot of leases not going to be renewed. You're going to have a lot of C and B class office space just absolutely vacant, um, which will definitely drag commercial real estate down significantly. We obviously have our issues in multifamily that we've talked about with some of the debt over the last couple of years. So, so what does that mean for investing? Well, does that mean that 
you should not be investing in real estate. No, that that does not mean that. Real estate is is tried and true. It's just it, everything goes in cycles, and we just happen to be in a part of the cycle where things are sort of resetting. Right, the market's kind of in in um, kind of a stalemate, and investors are trying to are are trying to figure out where to park their money because there is capital out there to be invested. And there are still good deals happening. There absolutely are. But there are other opportunities out there investing-wise that that are easy, well, that are easy to understand if you're a real estate investor because the way they're structured is very similar to real estate investing. So for instance, today I was on a webinar. Uh for an oil and gas fund opportunity. Essentially what this is, is it is a, it's a group that goes in and finds land that has oil on it and then basically harvests that oil. And they do all the operations. I mean, everything. They have their own in-house engineers. I mean, everything top to bottom for an oil and gas operation. And then what happens is they bring in investors like us and we're able to get a portion of the cash flow and a portion of the equity multiplier. Sound familiar, right? Just like a multifamily dealer, a lot of your, you know, pretty typical real estate syndications. And why real estate investors really like these is for multiple reasons. One, the cash flow is typically pretty incredible. I mean, typically 18 to 24% annual cash on cash, meaning if you invested $100,000, you you know, you would get 18 to $24,000 a year in cash flow. It's paid monthly. Now, the thing about it is is as we all know with that industry, it's it's you know, uh, very, it can be a very volatile industry. So, you know, one month it could be, you know, a massive distribution in the next month, it, it could be lower. So projections are slightly challenging because you don't quite get the same predictability in terms of the overall cash flow, which means, uh, still you don't get the same with the exit as well, right? Because it's going to depend on a lot and you don't always know how much these wells are going to produce. So there is some risk involved in that sense. But what's great about this fund is it's not just one well, it's multiple wells. And, you know, they have all the procedures in place, including everybody being in house in order to determine, you know, how much these wells are going to produce. Therefore, by the time they bring investors in, they already know that these wells can produce. So they know that, you know, it's the the risk is mitigated because they've already gone through the process to determine and forecast how many barrels of oil and how many barrels of natural gas will be produced. And they're spread out. One's in Texas, one's in Wyoming. One is more for natural gas, the one in Wyoming, and the one in Texas is more for oil, right? So what's awesome is they're projecting a 21% uh, a 21% average cash on um, like average annual return. 
And these are all projected using 200K. So, but in, you know, you can still obviously invest with, with a, the minimum is 100,000, but it makes the most sense when you invest 200,000 and I'll get to that. Um, and I'm kind of explaining the whole deal and, and then you guys can understand. So, you know, an average of about 3,500 a month in distribution, assuming you invested a 200,000. And here's the crazy part. And, and here's why, you know, it's catching a lot of attention. Well, two reasons catching a lot of attention. One, the equity multiplier is 3.5 X. So essentially with the distributions and then the exit in three years, you were looking at turning 200 K into $700,000. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh at that in a sense of like, like, it's so crazy that it doesn't make sense. It, it does make sense. They've done it. They've been doing this for 25 years, sorry, 26 years. And so it's just so wild to see a number like that and know that it can happen and be like, wow, you know, 200K into 700K, that's, that's crazy. But here, you guys, is where it's truly remarkable. It is a 100% tax write-off in the sense of a reduction of your tax rate against your active income. So you're talking about being in the highest tax bracket and essentially reducing your tax burden by as much as $60,000. Now, I'm not a CPA, not a financial advisor, so you do need to, you know, still, you know, uh, get advice from your CPAs and attorneys and advisors and, you know, past results are not indicative of future results either, right? So past performance is not indicative of future results. So what does that mean? That means that in the past, they've been able to offset anywhere from about 87 to 90% of the total amount invested. 60, about 60% 60 happens that in year one, and the rest happens over years uh, two and uh, two through four, because this could be a three to five year hold. So two, uh, two to four years. So you actually do get uh, a tax, basically tax alleviation every year. The the bulk of that coming in the beginning. So you're, but you're talking about being able to offset W two like active income. So this isn't like real estate where you know, your K-1 tax deduction, tax loss that you show in your K-1s can only go against other passive income, right? Or other capital gains. No, this goes against your W-2 active income. So now all of a sudden the light bulb goes off for these very high income earners, high W-2 income earners, as well as uh, business owners who have large capital gain burdens, right? If you sell your business, and you have you know a multi-million dollar capital gain tax burden, and you invest in something like this, you can offset that. So why am I on here talking about oil and gas? Well, one, this is the cash flow chronicles. And so we like to talk about anything that can produce tax flow. Two, real estate is in a sort of uh, a recovery state. Well, not recovery, but it's in kind of a 
like I said, a, a stagnant phase where it's kind of re, you know, basically in two years, like the landscape will in a correction phase. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. I don't know why I was brain farting there. Uh, must be the cold medicine, but basically we're in a correction phase in real estate and that's okay. There's still good deals out there. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do those good deals, but what you're seeing is, you know, these good deals are now 16% IRR and 6%, you know, six to 8% average cash on cash return. Is that a good deal? Yes. That's a great deal. I wouldn't tell someone not to do that deal. However, what that presents when you're not necessarily seeing the numbers that you would typically like to see, AKA, you know, 20, 24% IRRs, 8% cash on cash, two to 2.5 X multiples. Well, then you, that's where being open-minded and understanding your, and sticking to having an investment thesis is important because once you have a thesis, then you can apply that to any kind of, of, investment. And what's great is these investments, these same guys, they go to real estate conferences because they know that real estate investors have an investment thesis. And as long as the investment fits within that thesis, then they'll take a look at it and determine if it's a viable investment for them. So here we have this opportunity. Now, this is only available to accredited investors. So it's in credit investors only, which is why I can talk about it. So what is an accredited investor? A credit investor is if you're a single filer, it's 200K a year for the last two years in gross income and or a $1 million net worth, not including your main residence. Or if you're a joint filer, aka married, then it's 300K in combined gross income and or a million dollars combined net worth, not including your main residence. So if that applies to you, and this sounds like a great opportunity, please reach out. Of course, you can email me, Jonathan at KatanicapitalGroup.com. You can also find me on social media at Johnny Katani, Johnny with no H, and we can talk more about it. So that's the deal. I wanted to present the deal first because now I want to follow up with it's important to stay nimble because it's important that when certain investments that you would typically be invested in, like real estate, are not as easy to come by, you know, uh, headlines being made about issues with debt. And again, there are still great deals out there. And we will continue, you know, I've got some real estate stuff in the pipeline, but the reason I like this deal is because, or the reason that I talk about staying nimble is because it's important to recognize when, you know, you may need to make a pivot in your portfolio and diversify away, right? Like think about someone who just got crushed in crypto or the stock market, right? Because they were only in one asset, or even if you were diversified in the stock market right now, you would be getting crushed. But guess what? If you were in real estate, your portfolio might still be outperforming the average stock portfolio, meaning if you were in real estate and stocks versus someone who was just in stocks, right? Stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. If you had real estate in there, you're outperforming that. Well, guess what? If you had real estate, energy, 
and stocks, then you're definitely outperforming, right? COVID dragged energy down. Those deals that happened during COVID struggled because of everything that happened with oil. But what's happening now is with the Ukraine war, more the the government is incentivizing more domestic production. And that production is obviously going to be used domestically as well as we can export it to the countries that don't have access that we're maybe relying on Russia or, you know, some of the other countries that uh, seem to be branching off like Russia, Brazil, uh, even Mexico seems to be joining forces, China, right? So we can then provide uh, oil and it's it's creating a, an incredible opportunity domestically. So that's what I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to understand why that's there and why staying nimble is so important and not putting your all of your eggs into one basket. So if you're interested, please reach out. Appreciate you guys listening as always. I will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, I will, excuse me, expand more on some current events and kind of where this open-mindedness comes from and why it's important to understand everything happening economically so that you can understand why it's important to pivot. So thank you guys so much for listening. Apologize again for my voice, but I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KataniCapitalGroup.com to learn more.